Kim. You are here on the show on Canadian Tea, season three. Um, you want to tell us? Welcome. <laughs> Pardon? I said welcome. Yeah, well, welcome. I feel welcome, very welcome. welcome. Thank you. Um, and we wanted to, um, for those who don't know who you are because they're sleeping on Instagram, apparently, um, do you want to give a little intro to, about yourself? Well, okay. Um, it's weird. I, I never really talk about myself. Like, I'm, I find, I try to be as quiet as possible on social media just because I feel like a little weird promoting myself. Um, yeah, so I'm 21. I live in Montreal. This feels like a, a speed dating <laughs> intro, but um, yeah, so I'm 21. I'm from Montreal. Um, I recently took a year off of school at McGill to see if I wanted to pursue uh, cooking as a career. Um, I was studying cognitive sciences at McGill, so neuroscience and psychology, and I decided that I actually hate that, and I would much prefer to do uh, something in the culinary field. So that's where I'm at now. I have a lot of plants. I don't know if you can see them in frame. But, yeah, uh, that's, why, that's why some people call me Liam Plantix, which is kind of a weird name, but I like it. No, it's lovely. It's, it's I mean, it's unique, and it's kind of this, I don't know, it, it kind of embodies, like, you encompass it so well, I think, with your birds and your plants and like the vegetables and I don't know, like the. Actually, that was one of the, one of the biggest problems I had today was trying to get my birds to be quiet for this whole thing. So I have them like, I have them thinking that it's nighttime. So I have all the lights off and I have blankets over the cages so they don't start screaming in the middle of this. That was probably <laughs> the most stressful part of today, honestly. <laughs> That's so chaotic. <laughs> Well, hopefully they're comfortable-ish, I guess, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're super happy. They're snoozing away. I love that. Cool. We're going to get into the questions. Um, awesome. Yeah. yeah, so what got you started in food, and what's your earliest memory of making a dish or, like, cooking? Well, I mean, my family has always been, like, the traditions in our family has always been super connected to food. So every like holiday, every celebration, we'd always have like specific dishes that, you know, my brother and I would go crazy if they weren't there. And that was always like, that was the thing I, I always most strongly associated with food is like the, the tradition of family gatherings. Um, I really only started cooking when I was 16. Um, I was living with my grandparents and my grandma was kind of teaching me how to cook. Um, and then once she realized how much I loved it. She kind of just let me go and do whatever I wanted in her kitchen. And uh, she cleaned up after me. So that was kind of the best part. Uh, she bought all the ingredients, cleaned up after me. And that was, uh, that was kind of how I got started. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that. I love that story. What, do you remember what uh, you made? Well, so at first, it's kind of embarrassing to say this, but I was really into bodybuilding when I was 16. How was that so like, So I was like, one of those gym bros that would like I'd go to the gym at, like twice a day I would count my macros and everything and so I I really started getting creative with cooking when I had to meal prep like three meals a day seven days a week um but I didn't want to eat the same thing every day like it was just yeah. so boring to me you know and it's like a lot of people can just get away with eating like chicken and rice all the time but I don't know I just get yeah. so bored yeah so no, I, I was making myself like Thai curries I was making myself like um I made like chashu pork at some point like for seven days a week and it was it was just a lot of fun um at some point I actually went vegan that was tough 
I had a lot of trouble with that, but uh, you really have Bella's to laughing. Bella's laughing because I did that. Um, Bella's <laughs> laughing at I mean, you must know better than anybody how creative you have to get with your ingredients to like look it, kind of make something I, exciting. You know? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like I I love being creative. Like I thrive in creative. Like when I have to think outside the box, I'm like da da da. Okay, cool. Like exactly. I'm just like a weirdo, so it's like it's it's chill for me. But I agree with you. Like it's it's you have to be so innovative and you have to like find substitutes for me. Like personally, one of my favorite discoveries that I made like a little uh, let's say like. I don't know, 2016, 2015 was uh, jackfruit burgers. And then they kind of came, really? got a lot of clout. And then now even love the restaurant, like has like, yeah. and like, I don't know. It was like very, like I got a lot of my recipes off the internet. I think the internet is like so wonderful. It's just like, it has everything to offer. And you're like, oh, top 10 vegan or top 10 plant. Personally, exactly. like I think vegan is so different than plant-based because plant-based is like, for me, it's like vegan, their beer and fries are vegan. Oreos are vegan, right? But it's not necessarily healthy. You can yeah. like, so it's like plant-based for me is like, I eat mostly plant-based now, to be honest with you. I only eat meat like two, two to three times a week. Yeah. So, well, same here. Like for me, it was more of like a environmentally responsible thing to do. Um, yeah. I've been trying to kind of spread the word about local meat production and how much better it is than like 100%. mass scale meat production. Um, you know, like just the difference between eating meat two to three times a week from a local butcher as opposed to getting it from the grocery store makes such a huge difference for sure and uh that's something i've been trying to promote a little bit recently but i love that what butcher like do you have a specific butcher so i have a i i'm very loyal to my my butcher it's a um i believe it's a brazilian butcher on roy just off of saint laurent it's called alimpo uh, yeah okay. okay honestly it's like one of the best places i've ever been you can find anything you could ever want you, if you want bones for stock if you want like um any cut of meat just fantastic stuff they have sausages made in the house they have sausage casings they have cheeses they everything it's really just a fantastic place um i remember a couple years back i was looking for um oh my god it's like a creole kind of i forget the meat not cut now but Anyways, it was like specific, and I was like, go in Montreal, like going through a list of like things, and like they had it, and I was yeah. like, it's it's great. I I love that you know that place to be honest. Yeah, it's honestly, I go there at least once a week. It's fantastic, really, yeah. really. Can't, and this is not sponsored, obviously. No, no, obviously, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. We love shouting out like that. We just love shouting out local, like especially Montreal, but Canadian as well. Like just places yeah. that we love, and like. You know, even, I mean, we're shouting out a lot of Nashville this season just because, like, we have friends and, like, I was supposed to be there, but, hey, whatever. Uh, hey. It, it's just showing love to things we genuinely like. So, um, that's awesome. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so in terms of um, your professional background, like, in the food service industry, um, is there uh, one, like, defining moment that kind of made you, like, that sticks out to you in particular? I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like, I genuinely... Look, honestly like this is gonna sound really cheesy but like yeah. every day i get to work in a kitchen is like kind of like a reinforcement of the idea oh like God. i i started in kitchens when i was i i just turned 17 yeah. um and i remember saying like i really want to do this i really want to do this i really want to do this and everybody thinks that working in kitchens is kind of an easy thing to get into but it's like glamorized in the media like, and on tv that's why but like everybody thinks that it's just like 
you know, you, you don't have any other options and you go to work in a kitchen. But I applied to like 40 different places when I first started. And one place gave me a maybe, you know. And right. so I managed to get an interview. I just looked the owner in the eyes and said, like, listen, man, I really want to do this. Give me like a week and I'll be the best one in that kitchen. I promise you. And so I just worked like crazy and I, I managed to, to learn as much as I could. And ever since then, like every day you get into work, your mind's clear because you're just so busy. You can't think of anything. It's just, um, yeah, every day it just reminds me that I'm like doing what I like to do. So it's cool. That's awesome. I love that so much because it's like, no, unless like you don't know until you know, you know what I mean? Like exactly. some people like, and also I'm curious, sorry, I'm just cutting myself off ADHD. But um, <laughs> basically I just wanted to know so you just started in the kitchen, like you didn't go to school or anything? No, so when I, when I first started, I never, um, I had never really trained. Okay. I just, I had cooked at home and that was about it. And then I started in professional kitchens at 17. Um, the goal was to go to culinary school next year. But um, now I'm deciding I'm actually going to go back to McGill, just finish my degree, after which I'm going to go uh, to culinary school. and. I'm not sure if I'm going to go overseas or stay in, in Canada, but we spoke about that a little bit. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And uh, that's so great. Um, love that so much. Um, but like, just, I don't know. I just love that you love it. Cause you know, I agree when you said like, oh, it's, it's like not the, always the last resort. I know people that are like, like, I remember one of my first kitchen jobs, um, my second, I would say. Um, and, and I was working with someone and he's like, why are you here? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, why do you, you want to be here? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I applied for yeah. all that. I a hundred percent want to be here. I, I always, I said when I was eight years old, I'm like, I'm going to own restaurants. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, I definitely, so go ahead. Sorry, but just, that's the thing. Like the thing that I've noticed about restaurants is like, if you don't love it, like if you don't, if going to work in a kitchen doesn't energize you, you're never going to last in in the restaurant industry and I know it's kind of crazy for me to say that because I'm 21 years old and I have like no it doesn't matter you know, what age compared to compared to some people in the industry like I have barely any experience but like it's just when you go to work and you leave feeling like happy and energized that's how you know you're in the right profession if you leave work and you're angry and you're stressed out like it depends on the day it depends on the job though I exactly. I agree you to an extent right. I've worked some kitchen jobs that I was like, I'm happy to be there. And I worked some other ones that I was like in general jobs in general, I feel like, but more specifically like restaurant jobs and like my last kitchen job that I had, um, it was stressful and it was kind of crazy at times, but it was probably one of my favorites of all time. And the, the boss was so, um, understanding and just honestly, like, unlike any other like job, like restaurant or like food service job I've ever had, because it was a little bit of like your, your, in the front house and the back house. So it was, okay. interesting. It was an interesting vibe because you had like, um, sh I mean, shout out to the bang guys. Like I love y'all who work nice. there. So, I mean, it's great. Honestly, like we still get donuts from there for my shoots and everything. Like they're great. I love shout out Juliana. He's a great guy anyways, but uh, we're going to get to the next question. Um, <laughs> you could take this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that I saw on Instagram that you're a sous chef at a restaurant. How is that? What is it like, especially now with COVID? So the first thing I'm going to say is that the sous chef title is a little bit of a weird one. Um, I've realized recently that maybe they weren't actually as serious about that title as I was. So I take it very seriously. Maybe they don't, but whatever. 
Um, just in general, like working in a busy restaurant where you're in more of like a leadership-ish position, at least in service, like I'm normally the one expediting and calling the orders and uh, making sure food comes out in a, in a decent time frame. It's, um, it gets intense. And especially with COVID, we don't have in-house anymore. So nobody's actually sitting in the restaurant and dining. So there's no like, there's almost like no explaining to clients why their food is taking a long time. Like they can't see us running around in the kitchen and going crazy. It's all delivery. So there's a lot more pressure on us to get the food out very, very, very quickly. And sometimes like the front of house will give us two orders at the same time and say like, here, we need these at the exact same time. They're two completely different things that you need to find a way to mishmash together. Um, but you know, that stress is what makes this job super, super fun. Um, and yeah, that's, that's mostly part of the reason why I love it. It's like constantly finding little problems to solve. And it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I find it like really exciting to do. That's awesome. You can tell like how passionate you are about yeah. it. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> and like your Instagram is so like, honestly, it's like beautiful. It's just food art. And I, we love it so much. And like, um, I would just, I wanted to know, like, do you just post like, what you're cooking or do you kind of have like a premeditated like oh i want to post this this week or it's just like i just organic or... i just post whatever i'm cooking and um you know it started off as me just cooking like it was it was every couple nights i was cooking but i would just like the hardest part is taking the picture like cooking oh, food for me is easy i just yeah. like I, i'll go for three hours cooking and then when it comes time to take the picture i just get so like frustrated it's like, why do I have to do this? I just want to make the food and like, I don't want to take a picture, post a picture, screw that. So, you know, you spend three hours making a dish and then you take a picture that ends up looking really, really bad because you're rushing it. Yeah. Then like, when I got my job at Chef on Call, which was um, as soon as the first lockdown hit, I, I lost my job at, um, at a, another place called Lloydie's. So, oh, I love Lloydie's. Also, Chef on Call, shout out. Y'all shakes. Yeah, shout out to Lloydie. Shout out to Chef on Call. Like, all top places. Um, so I started working at Chef on Call. And I remember the front of house manager saw my Instagram and was like, yo, your food looks good. But, like, your photos are garbage. Like, you have to take better pictures. Like, your food is sick. Like, I've had your food. It's awesome. You're a really good cook. But, like, you're never going to get any, like, publicity if you don't take better pictures. And I was like, at first I was like, ah, like, it's a shitty thing to say to somebody. Like, it's kind of mean. But then I looked at the pictures and I was like, well, these are really, really bad. So, you know, I, I've been working recently on just like, you know, finding decent lighting, taking a good picture, editing it a little bit. And that's about the I amount of work that. I'll do. Yeah. I feel like if you have a decent picture, um, you can kind of like just toy around with it and like uh, editing shouldn't take that much like like it's exactly. just a picture right it's it's even like because me and Al um and um sorry I can't speak English right now my English is going it's late at night um but uh I'm just calling you late at night I'm just an old lady but uh Bella <laughs> and myself love film photography darkroom is our shit like we love it and if you have a bad photo and you develop like the negatives and all that and yada 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 and then you get to the actual print it's like not going to be no matter what you do it's like yeah. the photo right so it's like kind of I think the same a little bit with like digital photography so yeah i mean obviously like it's easier to take 
anyway. Yeah, it's so, but it, it's so funny. Like you spend a full five minutes plating this dish. Like you think about the plating, you think about how it's going to look, the composition of the plate. You plate it up. It looks great in person. You take a picture. It looks like a pile of trash, you know, and you're just like, how did, why did I do this? Why did I do this to myself? But yeah. But uh, so, yeah, dude, you're all, I mean, not, you're not just a great, um, like cook, but you're also a lovely musician and we kind of, your music is just kind of like, just a zen, chill, like, I don't know, I'm getting, I get like, you know when like someone plays music and you're just like, wow, so that's the kind oh, of. Thanks, man. Question. I really appreciate that. No worries. But yeah, um, uh, this is actually Bella's question. She's going to take it. Yeah. Uh, how did you get started in music and what's your earliest memory of like singing? Oh, my God. Um, that's a, that's a long ways away for me. <laughs> um my whole family is super into music um my grandfather was a record producer in quebec in the 1960s 70s 80s all the way like he's still working today he's pretty sure he's 78 or 79 years old he's still working every day nice. um but he produced a lot of like i'm not sure have you guys ever heard of like the french like the Quebecois covers of like american rock songs not like, really but some okay. what, what do you so there's like for example there's like splish splash by bobby darren like okay the, you know, <laughs> yeah, the, I know the, it? a song about taking a bath right right splish splash yeah. now we're taking a bath yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 so, yeah my grandpa basically took that music from the states yeah. and brought it to quebec okay um and made Quebecois versions of it and somehow it caught on and it was super popular. Everybody loved it. Everybody went crazy. Um, they actually just recently made a movie about them. So I, I will plug the movie. It's, it's called ahead. Jukebox. It's okay. on Crave TV. It's about my grandpa. Oh, nice. cool. yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically from the time I was born, like there was just music all around me. Yeah. I started playing piano when I was, I think, five or six years old. And I remember just hating it. Like I just, I hated it, how structured and like, regimented it was because i was playing classical piano and then this is gonna be a little bit of a show to my um how do you say like vanity maybe but okay. i played um i played like a recital right okay. for everybody that was uh all the students of my my teacher yeah. and i played a recital and afterwards there were parents coming up to me like wow oh my god that was amazing and i just remember thinking like oh i, I could get used to this like this is kind of cool. And then, uh, and then I really dove into it. I did about six years of classical piano. Um, and then I just stopped taking lessons and started playing kind of more uh, pop stuff. Taught myself guitar, a little bit of cello, played some trumpet, clarinet, um, and basically everything I could get my hands on. Um, I only actually recently started singing. Maybe when I was like 15, mm -hmm. I started actually trying. And... Uh, I mean, you have a beautiful voice, so it ought oh, to get thank you. thank you. It's just uh, just been trial and error mostly. <laughs> Sometimes you sing something and you go, "Wow, that that was not great." I mean, <laughs> let's try that again. Yeah, honestly, like I'm one of those singers. Like I basically I did vocal lessons and then I hit puberty, which was okay. a nightmare Rough. a little bit. But, yeah, because I did vocal. I think I was so I was like a late bloomer, and then I, I was like, "Well, now I have to learn it all over again. How to like." Anyways, it was fine. I, I knew the basics, so I was able to kind of um, 
do it. But um, I, I feel you though, like some people, they're just like, I can't really, I have perfect pitch. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Shut, like, <laughs> don't worry about it. But yeah, no, um, for me, like I'm, I'm self-taught. Like I, I only did vocal lessons. I've never taken a piano or, or guitar lesson or anything like that. And it's just like to learn an instrument to do music. Like it's really something like you don't, people like, oh, I could like, you know, you're, if someone's like, oh, like they, they watch a live performance or, per se, or like um, a YouTube video of someone and they're like, oh, like it was so bad. I'm like, you know, you have to explain a little bit more, elaborate on that because exactly. what was bad about it, it's like a film, it's like a, a music video. It's like, what was bad about it? And why didn't you like it? It's obviously art, so it's obviously like subjective. But that, that being said, like, um, clearly you just have an array of talents, which is so yeah. um, oh, great. Thank you. No worries. Um, but so you, I mean, you kind of already answered this, but you like, you play a bunch of instruments. Um, so you learned, so you did piano, like in a school setting. And yeah, so we, my dad had found me a piano teacher when I was okay. six. We ended up becoming like really, really close. Um, okay. And then, so after that, I kind of just, whatever I could get my hands on, I would try to teach myself. So I got my dad's guitar when I was time. like 13. Sorry? It was like just like on your own time, like as a hobby. You're just like, yeah. Like, yeah, just on my own time. Oh. Um, whenever I had free time, I would pick up the guitar. I'd pick up a cello. Like my dad has always been super, super supportive of my music. So anytime I, I wanted to do something, he would find a way to get it done. So when I was thinking of starting the cello you know obviously we sat down and had a real conversation about it and he was like you really want to do this it's this kind of crazy uh and then he went out and bought me a cello like the next day so i was like okay cool i guess i play the cello now that's awesome correct me if i'm wrong your parents have a record or they had or i don't know if they still have a record shop music store. uh yeah so my grandfather owns the record store he okay. runs it with my brother um yeah when my dad was younger, he managed the record stores and he had a few of his own. Uh, but he got out of that business when he was like, I think he was 25 or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. Just a little fun fact because for those who don't know, I met Liam's brother before indeed meeting Liam. Yeah. Um, and it's such a small world. Montreal's a little small sometimes. Sometimes it comes in handy, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, that, um, it's just, I just knew that because I worked at or worked. I guess it's just like a volunteer thing, but I, I was at Sea Sky at John Abbott, shout out to John Abbott, like, yeah, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> but it was fun, honestly, I enjoyed, it. and then, like, we, me and, um, um, your bro had, like, you know, music, and he's like, well, you actually like quality music, I'm like, thanks. <laughs> that sounds a lot like my brother, actually. Yeah, honestly, good times, anyway. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, nostalgic, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have more music questions for you, just because, you know, we love music as well, like me and Bella, we're cool. just like forever, so yeah. Yeah, so what are your top, like, favorite, like, albums or musicians? Okay, my brother and I play this game all the time. <laughs> In the car, he'll go, okay, stranded on a desert island, you have five albums, what do you choose? And sometimes we'll do, like, different genres, so we'll do, like, okay, 80s, or, like, punk, or pop, like, post-2000s, you know? Um... I definitely, my top three albums of all time. First one, no doubt, Jimi Hendrix, Axis Bold as Love. I think okay. it's just probably the greatest album. Of, well, I say probably when I say definitively, it's my number one. <laughs> I think it's the best album of all time. I would say my number two, and this is one that surprises a lot of people, but Andy Shaw, The Party, is probably Dude. 
this it's like an unbelievable album start to finish it's the one album that you could put it on at any time and i'll listen to the whole thing a side b side no problem i have the vinyl and honestly as soon as we're done i'm going to listen to it just because i just remembered okay cool and the third one i'd have to say london calling by the clash dude okay just like yeah top, top, top. that's the yeah. best bonus track of all time is on that album um and of course, I say it's the best bonus track of all time, and now I forget the name of it. Shit. Where? What's the name of the song? Um, Train in Vain. Train in Vain. Okay, okay, okay. Um, honestly, like, those are some quality answers. People always get stumped by, like, when we ask them about the, their favorite, like, stuff that you just knew, which I love. And shout out to Alex, because... Hey, buddy. Hey, man. What's up? Um, yeah, it's been a minute since we spoke. Um, so I don't even know if he's watching. If you watch this, cool beans, bud. So anyway, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> dude, yeah. So that's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask, like, in terms of the culinary world, um, do you have any inspirations and like, um, just it, like, I mean, places you worked or just in general, like, like I don't know, like per, maybe like some personality or like celebrity chefs like that you've watched and like just like who do you I don't know, in terms of looking up to... So, I have three again. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> the first one is a classic. Yeah. I recently read his autobiography. It's Marco Pierre White. Oh my God, yeah. The first, the first chef to get three Michelin stars. Got it at age 33, which is just so cool. I know. Um, yeah, honestly, the food is a little old-fashioned. But I think the drive and the energy is really what I what I relate to in him. Just like the the idea that you give away everything in search of perfection is kind of cool. I have actually a knife with one of his quotes engraved on it. Oh wow! Um, he says one of his favorite things is is to say that perfection is lots of little things. The things, yeah. I was just gonna say that. I had it and in my so head. I, yeah. I have a, a beautiful knife. Uh, from a company called Ferrum. They're they're based in Oregon, where my stepmom is from. Okay. Cool. And um, they make handmade knives, like beautiful, beautiful, like perfect for me knives. Um, and so I have lots of little things done well engraved on the side as a little ode to Marco Pio White. Um, That's so cool. I'd say that my second one is Grant Ackett's from Alinea in Chicago. It's just, I mean... I think that at that point, like at that point of cooking, it, it sort of borders between food and art. And I'm not, sh I'm not really sure where, like how I feel about that kind of distinction. Like, I feel like he, sometimes he's more on the side of art, but okay. I just, I like how he's pushing the boundaries of food with molecular gastronomy and really finding like, what's the craziest thing that we can do with this that's still like delicious. Um, and the third one is Alex Atala from Dom. Dude, uh, cool. So I love your answers to these. Oh my God. The, the two, the last two are from Chef's Table. Obviously, like I, I've been watching a lot of Chef's Table when I, when I really got into cooking. And those are the two episodes that I really got, like I went crazy. On. Anytime I want to show somebody like why I love cooking so much, I show them those two episodes. And yeah. the thing that I love about Alex Atala is that he he's very big on low waste sustainability uh, using every part of the animal 
which yeah. I think, well, every part of the animal, every part of the plant, every part of the yeah. ecosystem, which I think is amazing. And just the things that he does with parts of, of, of things that you would never eat normally is kind of crazy. Like his, his gold dusted ants. I honestly like I love when even um like it's I guess it's more trendy now but like in, when people are like oh yeah like celebrate the animal like you know for me per like personally for myself um if you're gonna go hunt for sport like you do you I wouldn't personally do it I would actually like you know cook the meat and like and that's the thing like I watched a lot of MasterChef um Australia in my day yeah and um Marco Pierre, but it was a like a mentor slash anyways. But um they said like make it the hero of the dish. They always said that. And I was like, that's fact. Exactly. Like if you're gonna do it, do it right. Please do not get Kobe beef and cook it well. I will literally Exactly. But I'm so see that's the like I feel that way about every ingredient. Me too. And this is something that like sometimes confuses people, but like for me, like you have to respect the rice in a dish. Like if you don't respect the smallest ingredient, you're never going to make something great. Like every single piece of a dish has to have attention paid to it. Even if you're making mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. Like you, you have to pay attention to it or else it's just not going to be amazing. And I, I think that's something that's been kind of lost recently in the, I guess in the search for the highest quality ingredients, people kind of forget about the techniques that you need to use to, to make them pop, make them special. Um, and that's honestly something that I learned from my grandma. Like when she was young, she didn't really have access to the ingredients that I have access to. She didn't have access to like the quality of ingredients that I had access to. And she just had to make something delicious with what she had. And so she found ways to, you know, like, for example, simmering a tomato sauce for three hours instead of 30 minutes drastically changes the flavor. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, one of my favorite recipes now is tomato sauce with like literally five ingredients. Like tomato, oh, yeah. the, some of the best tomatoes you can find, some of the yeah. best olive oil you can find, garlic, onions, salt. It's kind of all you I'm need. Gonna, I, I'm bougie. I'm bougie and I like like a bay leaf in there. But yeah. A little bay leaf never hurt anybody. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. Never hurt anybody. Yeah. I still don't know what they do. I still have no idea what they do. I um, I'll just tell <laughs> I like a I like the rind. I see the rind of par, like a parmigiano reggiano. Ah, uh, that's a fantastic thing. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I agree with you though. Like, uh, shout out to Action Bronson, who's not even like he has a cookbook, and I have it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he literally, <laughs> that's what he said. Like that's I got it like a while ago when it came out, and um, I think it's just like fucking delicious something. Delicious. I don't even. But um. Fuck, that's delicious. That, yeah. Thank you. Thank Pretty you. Sure that's it, yeah. 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 Um, and I love characters like him and like um, Maddie Matheson. Cause Maddie just, Matheson is one of my favorite people on the entire planet. Yeah. Well, I got it for Christmas or whatever. Um, um, shout out Jack. He got it for me. Um, <laughs> but um, have like a bonus questions, I guess. So, All right. Um, yeah, it was, uh, we wanted to know, like for me personally, I'd always, it's kind of like, I just love seeing people like transition into like their arts and their careers and like professions. And we wanted to know where do you see yourself in five years and how do you plan on getting there? Not okay. precisely, but like, no, I know. But this is one of those crazy things because so much in my life has changed in the past two years. Um, I had a very, very concrete idea of where I was going to be now. Okay. Uh, three years ago. And now I'm nowhere near where I thought I was going to be. Um, 
the goal would be to have graduated culinary school, um, to be working my way up the chain in a, in a nice restaurant. But realistically, I, I know that that's probably not what's going to happen. Like I'm probably going to go to culinary school and opportunities come up everywhere. So maybe I end up, you know, in Europe, maybe I end up in the States, maybe I end up in South America doing something crazy. I don't know, man. Um, I'm just excited to see what happens. And for me, like, I know that the first answer to that question wasn't very concrete and it was a little bit all over the place. There's no one right answer. It's yours. Yeah. The second part I think is the important part. And that's like, what are you going to do to get there? The only thing you can really do is take every, every kind of day in stride and every opportunity that you get, you have to make the most of it. So, um, you know, like, Every time an opportunity comes up, you have to pay attention to it and see if it's actually going to work for you. And then you make the most of it. So maybe one day somebody comes up to me with the proposition that they want to open a restaurant and they want me to work for them. Who knows? Maybe I take that. Maybe I don't, maybe I don't go to culinary school. You never know. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like when you said like, oh, my life changed drastically um, in two years. And I kind of, I feel like that to an extent, like I always kind of knew the things that I wanted to accomplish. And it's like, they just had like their weirdo, like order, you know what I mean? It was like, so like, um, I guess just not really like, it was just like bing, bang, boom, kind of like a, an array of event, like a chain, random yeah. chain of events, you know, like not in the order that I anticipated, which is fine. Obviously it's life. You never know, but I agree with you. Like you never know when the opportunity is going to arise. And, um, yeah, we're, we have a little bit of time left. Definitely. We have one question. Uh, it's yours, Bella. Go ahead, girl. Oh, yeah. Do you have any, like, hidden talents that no one knows about? That you'd like to share? Oh, <laughs> if um, you're willing to share. <laughs> some hidden talents. Um, I can drink beer really fast. It's, like, one of my things. <laughs> I think when you work in a kitchen, you just have to learn how to drink things in general really fast. Yeah. Like, you don't have time to drink water or coffee or anything. So you have to no. chug everything. So, you know, that's one of those things. Um, what else? I can move my pinky toe. It's kind of okay. cool. Like separately okay. from the rest of my foot is what I'm saying. That's fine. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't, I'm not going to show you because I feel like no, on the internet, that's going to be. We believe you. A, we believe you. Yeah. It's be a little bit of a rough one on the internet, but you know. <laughs> no worry about it, but, but oh my God, you're just, I can't, like, just, I don't know, just a legend. The, like, we, oh, we met it so randomly and like, it was just like a weird, like, it was like, an, I mean, it's an art jam vibe, like, whatever. You never know who you're going to meet. It's mostly for networking. Personally, I find anyway, it's a good, like, a chill time. But it's like, I made a friend and this is all. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you exactly. for being here and taking the time and uh, we'll let you know, like we said, and uh, I mean, enjoy the rest of your weekend, sir. Awesome. You too, guys. Awesome. Well, thank you. Bye. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks for having me on. No Always. Awesome. <laughs>